Hello, and welcome to The Daily Poem. I am Heidi White, and I'm filling in for David Kern today. I'm going to read to you a poem called 90th Birthday by R.S. Thomas. You go up the long track that will take a car, but is best walked on slow foot, noting the lichen that writes history on the page of the gray rock. Trees are about you at first, but yield to the green bracken, the nightjar's house. You can hear it spin on warm evenings. It is still now in the noonday heat. Only the lesser voices sound, blue fly and gnat and the streams whisper. As the road climbs, you will pause for breath and the far sea's signal will flash till you turn again to the steep track, buttressed with cloud. And there at the top, that old woman born almost a century back in that stone farm, awaits your coming, waits for the news of the lost village she thinks she knows, a place that exists in her memory only. You bring her greeting and praise for having lasted so long with time's knife shaving the bone, yet no bridge joins her own world with yours. All you can do is lean kindly across the abyss to hear words that were once wise. Well, I chose this poem because today is my birthday and I wanted a birthday poem. David asked me to record the podcast for him today uh, because it's my birthday and I love doing it. So here I am. And I read a lot of birthday poems and I picked this one because I had never read it before. And it is fitting considering some of the contemplations I've had about birthdays lately. But this poet, R.S. Thomas, he's a modern poet, a 20th century poet, was raised in Wales and is considered a a voice for the country in many ways. And as you could hear in my reading, he's meditating on the connection of the landscape to the people, which I really loved. Um, This idea of him climbing up this mountain in order to bring birthday greetings to an old woman uh, who remembers the past. I really like this line um, in the second stanza. In that stone farm awaits your coming, waits for the news of the lost village she thinks she knows, a place that exists in her memory only. And as I get older, this is not my 90th birthday, by the way, it is my 41st birthday, Uh, but there's still this sense of a, a long journey into a future that requires memory, right? As we age, as we get older, we carry with us the memories of the way the world was, Uh, this village in this poem that exists in her memory only, but she is on top of this mountain. And so the landscape reflects this ongoing journey of her life. The fir- this is a two-stanza poem, and the first stanza is a description of this man's journey to go visit her. Uh, and he uses the second person, I'm sure you noticed, the you. Uh, Trees are about you at first, but yield to the green bracken. You can hear it spin on warm evenings. As the road climbs, you will pause for breath. This, and in that way, 
Thomas draws us into this journey that this man is on to visit a woman on her birthday. And there are these vivid descriptions of the landscape that you will encounter along this journey. And it's very clear that the landscape ties into the personhood, not only of the narrator, but of this old woman, because as she's turning 90, as she is nearly a century old, as she's carrying with her this memory of the way things used to be, she's now, in a sense, isolated because she's on the top of the mountain of her life. She's already been through this long journey. She's left the village behind. It exists only in her memory only, and she is on the top of this mountain and people have to come visit her there. And so there's a loneliness to it and a wild quality of this separation of an old woman from the life that she used to live. And there's, there's some grief and some sadness in that. Um, But there's also a solidarity to it because there is a man uh, there is a you, I suppose. I, I should stop saying man. <laughs> um, there's a you, there's a person, there's a connection uh, traveling to go be with her in that lonely place. And you bring her a greeting, it says in the poem, and praise for having lasted so long with time's knife shaving the bone. Uh, and then the final four lines... Uh, yet no bridge joins her own world with yours. All you can do is lean kindly across the abyss to hear words that were once wise. Again, there's a lonely quality to that, a sadness to that, that there is no bridge to join her world with yours. And yet I'm not sure I'm convinced that this is a completely sad poem. There is this sense of efforts of a younger generation making the effort to climb the mountain to immerse uh, to immerse him or herself in the landscape to notice the way things are along the journey to get to this ninetieth birthday uh, so even as the poem ends on a note of loneliness and isolation, it, it almost undercuts its own message by saying that there's someone who is making the journey. There's someone who is attempting to be the bridge between uh, the village as it is now and the village as it exists only in this old woman's memory. And, and I think that that captures some of the loneliness and the grief, as well as the joy and the connection of being a human person who's growing older in the world, um, that we do carry with us our memories and the geography of our lives and the places in which we have dwelled and lived and built a life. And there's also a generation, literally in the poem, Uh, And of course, figuratively and metaphorically as well, climbing behind us and forming a bridge between memory and reality and, and greeting and praising. And as I'm in my middle years, I think more about that than I did when I was younger and in some ways caught up, uh, not in memory, but in the here and now. And as I get older, I realize so much of my life is memory 
and it's worth preserving. It's worth telling the tale. And it's also worth being the person to climb the mountain, to connect with those who have gone before. And I, I, I think a lot about that. And that's why I chose this poem. So here it is one more time. 90th Birthday by R.S. Thomas. You go up the long track that will take a car, but is best walked on slow foot, noting the lichen that writes history on the page of the gray rock. Trees are about you at first, but yield to the green bracken, the night jar's house. You can hear it spin on warm evenings. It is still now in the noonday heat. Only the lesser voices sound. Blue fly and gnat in the streams whisper. As the road climbs, you will pause for breath and the far sea's signal will flash till you turn again to the steep track, buttressed with cloud. And there at the top, that old woman, born almost a century back in that stone farm, awaits your coming, waits for the news of the lost village she thinks she knows, a place that exists in her memory only. You bring her greeting and praise for having lasted so long with time's knife shaving the bone. Yet no bridge joins her own world with yours. All you can do is lean kindly across the abyss to hear words that were once wise. Thank you for joining me on the daily poem. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another poem. <laughs>